Welcome back to Podcast Radio. I'm Andy. I'm Joe. And uh, when this one comes out, it'll be the love month. Love. Boat. Oh, oh yeah. That's my... Uh, man, I know all the words for that. Let me tell you something. I know you The do. love boat. I even know that, you know, when they get to the, the love boat, I go, can can I like to add the music, too. I, but and I, I always like the same sound effect you use for music. Oh, yeah. It's good. And mo- most guitar players go something different, mm-hmm. but... I've never heard the kim kim. Yeah, I like kim kim. Like Soon we'll be making another run. The love boat. Do it. Kim kim. <laughs> That's so, good. I like. You said you were going to sing that at our wedding. Oh gosh, you know maybe you know since since we're not going, you're not getting married in a church, right? Or are you? Maybe. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Well, the the party is usually not in a church. That's a of better course. thing to say. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, then I guess I could. Six pack of Francis Canner will do that. You know. Gluck, 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 I'm gluck, excited. Gluck, 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 You know. I, I just pictured a Stephen Buscemi <laughs> in a wedding scene. Oh yeah. <laughs> the sad guy on yeah. the. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's time to. It's time to go. <laughs> Sit him down. <laughs> Let him. Let him. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> yeah. Well, also February is uh, Black History Month, so okay, I got this yeah. cool story that um, my wife shared with me on one of the social media things. But, oh, okay, cool. So I'm gonna read this one. Let me get it queued up. Okay, so if you didn't know, "Great Woman Erased from History" by Idiots is the title. The branding of the syrup was a tribute to this woman's gifts and talents. So now future future generations will not even know this beautiful woman existed. What a shame. The world knew her as Aunt Jemima, but her given name was Nancy Green, and she was a true American success story. She was born as a slave in 1834, Montgomery County, Kentucky, and became a wealthy superstar in advertising world. As its first living trademark, Green was 56 years old when she was selected as spokesperson for a new ready-mix self-rising pancake flour, uh, and she made her debut in 1893 at a fair and exposition in Chicago. Probably the Chicago Fair. 83? 1893. 1893. Oh, sorry. I got all. So that's probably the Chicago Fair, you know, when they did the whole reset. we Well, some of my issues with my pedal breaking and weight issues was because of her and Jemima. it was so good <laughs> <laughs> i blame her <laughs> so she demonstrated the pancake mix and served thousands of pancakes and became an immediate star she was a good storyteller her personality was warm and appealing and her showmanship was exceptional her exhibition booth drew so many people that special security personnel were assigned to keep the crowds moving Nancy Green was signed to a lifetime contract, traveled on promotional tours all over the country, and was extremely well paid. Her financial freedom and stature as a national spokeswoman enabled her to become a leading advocate against poverty and in favor of equal rights for all Americans. She maintained her job until her death in 1923 at the age of 89. This was a remarkable one, and sadly, she has been erased by politics. So, wow, yeah, and you, you know, we don't. I have, didn't know all that. Yeah, and look at how happy and precious she is at uh, 
one of the things. Oh, that's cool. So you can look her up. Yeah, this lady was making that money, you know. That's cool. So, you know, they try to make it sound like it's like it's racist. You know, and you got these car- these uh, people that they didn't see it that way. Right. You know? But then, you know, 100 years goes by and you got to rewrite history. Do I, I wonder what if Uncle Ben's is the same way, you know, because you can't call it that anymore, right? It's just uh-huh. rice. Is it? Yeah, I think well, so. The, like the or butter? The, fa- the what? The butter? The Lando Lakes? Oh, yeah, the Indian lady. Yeah, they, yeah, I think they took her off of there. Yeah, so you can't have Native Americans or black people as spokespeople is, is what they're saying. And we've talked about this before. The, the You did the segment with the uh, Washington Redskins. Oh, yeah, Redskins. Yeah, same thing there. I mean, they're not even the ones upset about it. There's a, a social media video I saw once of a guy, some white guy. He's dressed up in the sombrero and a poncho and everything. And mm-hmm. he's going around going, yippa, yippa, and asking the white people there, does this offend you? Actually, it does. It does, and different little clip. Asking the white people. Yeah, if oh, it okay. offends them. They were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he goes to Hispanic, hey, does this offend you? And they're like, nah, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Undland, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's Speedy Gonzalez, man. I grew up with him. Yeah, it's yippa, yippa. I don't know why he does that, but I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like your sound effects better. Well, and then Pepe Le Pew, he got canceled too. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you can, it's, it's hard to find that stuff. Why? Because why did he get canceled? I, I guess he's, he's too rapey with the, that's what they said. Rapey? <laughs> yeah. The skunk. He's a, you know, the cat gets the paint on the well, yeah. tail and he's like, oh, finally another skunk. I love you. And the cat's trying to get away and it's like, no, that's that's rapey. Oh, it's kind of like that Christmas song that they try to take away. Oh, yes. Because they said it was whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, that's, that's just sad. So I don't know. Anyways, let's get into our topic. But I don't know if this is like a phenomenon that is going on. Or if it's just that um, you uh, now that we get uh, information so quick and news and stuff, you know, no matter where it happens, if the if it's just you're just getting all these stories at one time, right? So I'll, I'll read one to you, and then you you give me your opinion on. I got a few. We'll see if we can get through all of them. Okay. So a man is stuck in a time loop, and uh, he freaks out on a Chinese airplane. Have you heard this one? This was pretty recent. So a terrified traveler believes he's trapped in a time loop with repeated plane crashes and can't get out. A plane passenger was caught freaking out because he thought he was trapped in a time loop, which the plane kept crashing similar to a scene from Final Destination. So there's a viral video uh, showing passengers and airline personnel rushing to the aisle of a passenger um, after hearing screams from a terrified man on board, he was ranting about death and being on his, on his sixth time loop. And he's urging everybody, open the doors, we got to get out of here! You know, so, um, wow. and this was in, uh, in China on a plane. So you can look that up. I guess that would be the, uh, those would be the, the hot buttons, China time loop plane, okay. you know. He said it was a six-time loop. Yeah, he oh. he's got this is the sixth time he's gone through that, and I was like, oh man, that's crazy. But I'm like, I thought of the exact same thing. Final destination. Have you seen those? Yeah, yeah. So I've seen them all. Um, but if you were stuck in a time loop on a plane, I mean, you know, you, you're groundhog daying this. That's what I was about to okay, say. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm like, I'm gonna have some fun. Yeah, like I know. Uh, 
there's something you got to do to make the loop stop. But I don't think if I went to the bathroom, took my clothes off and came out naked and went back to my seat and buckled up, that would complete the loop, right? That would just be a fun thing I did. Fun for some. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. What would you do? Mm. I would I would make it a game. I would try to figure out like every like guess everybody's move. You know, you're seeing the parts where people try to get slapped and they know they project every move happening. Mm-hmm. Like you'll be standing here when this happens and you just kind of avoid all the, the chaos. The obstacles and yeah, stuff. Ob- yeah. yeah that's but, what but, but would you do anything like you know it's gonna happen three minutes into the flight once you're in the air? Oh, man. Are you gonna be doing stuff before that, like getting to know people like you know, he did in the movie or trying to swap seats with people to see if that changes anything Maybe. or be but- obnoxious. Mock. King bird, yeah, yeah. do that, you know, <laughs> do stuff like that. Oh yeah, but then it'd be like a big anxiety attack too, though. Thinking, man, can I get out of this? Right. I bet it'd be fun at first. Well, I mean, after a while, you get worn out. I would think it'd be like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm, I'm tired, and and it's not going to really up your uh, adrenaline, right? Okay. So isn't that what life really is about? A giant Groundhog Day. We're just stuck in a nasty loop of repetitive everyday life. Well, that was too deep. Sorry. No. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I got real there. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. No. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm back. So, um, yeah, I would like to, I would do some crazy stuff. I think I would do that. Would you jump out of the plane? No, because you can't get the door open once it's pressurized, you know. Oh. You know, but I would do different things, you know, like that. That would be one. You know, how many times can you call the cooking, 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 you know, call the stewardess yeah yeah i want something to drink king she goes good that king yeah i want a towel king okay yeah i want to you Wait, know what kind of plane you fly on nobody gets <laughs> towels anymore <laughs> i want a pillow kicking on a blanket king sir we don't have those anymore be king. a dear and bring me a towel mm, do you have any gray poupon <laughs> <laughs> there you go okay so that's pretty good you like that one? I do. That's, I, that's I was about to go get you some gravy pot. Oh. I'm like, oh. But of course. Yeah. <laughs> my my servant thing kicked in. <laughs> yes, sir. Let me get it. <laughs> I haven't eaten lunch, so I mean, if you're hungry. Anyways, <laughs> so uh, the second one is U.S. passenger punches flight attendant, then tries to jump out of the plane. After the altercation with the flight attendant, the man rushed to jump out of the plane. An angry passenger on a United Airlines flight had been held back by fellow travelers from jumping out of the plane after he allegedly punched a flight attendant. And the incident occurred on a Texas-bound flight. Um, and then you can also look up this video. It shows uh, is doing rounds on social media at the time that it came out and um, before managing to open the aircraft's emergency exit. So they hadn't actually been, got in the air yet. Jeez. So the man was violent. They had to bring a gate attendant and talk to, I guess, the spouse was with this person too. And I'm like, it's just weird that – do you think – it's like, what would you think the, all these things, like why on a plane all the time are people freaking out? Because I think stress levels are so high already and, and your fears, your anxieties, whatever's already at like at a alert status. And then you add drama, alcohol, stress of travelers, people. Do you think people are like, yeah, I'm going to take one of these to relax me on the plane. And then when they get on there, they kind of freak out. Like maybe mm. they're going to gobble down some mushrooms or take some something you think and that's then, what i'm thinking it's like the most medicated uh country 
ever, I think. Well, yeah. In, in all of history. Like everybody's on something. It so. Usually it would help me if I had a little something to drink before because I hate to fly. Mm-hmm. Hearing all these stories makes me hate to fly even more just because I get like really nervous. <laughs> I hate to fly. So if you're on one, okay, you're on this plane, this guy's like uh, freaking out, you're trying to open the door. Do you like get your phone out and start recording and sit there and watch or what do you do? He's trying to open the door? And that, yeah, no. well, while you're still on the ground. This one was still on the ground. So it's not, if he's in the air, I'm like, yeah, go ahead and play with that retard. I mean, um, special person because you're not going to open it. You know, you're not sure. the Incredible Hulk. True. So if they're trying to subdue this guy, I'm going to do my best to just beat the crap out of this guy, too. I'm going to jump in there. I don't know what I would do. Uh, so, don't fly. I guess. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'll do something. It's just like, sheesh. Okay, so the third story that I got... A passenger jumps out of an emergency exit at New Orleans Airport. So federal authorities are investigating after a passenger allegedly jumped out from a plane's emergency exit at the Louis Armstrong New Orleans International Airport. The plane, a Southwest Airlines aircraft, was on the Skyway and not moving at the time, according to the sheriff's office. So a passenger jumped from the plane's emergency exit and onto the wing. The passenger was caught on the tarmac, so apparently he jumped off the wing after that and taken to a hospital to be evaluated. But it wasn't in flight. No, again, okay. this one isn't in flight either. Okay. So uh, he popped the thing open, jumped out on the wing, you know, because he was one of the. That's the that's the exit where they're like, "Do you yeah. feel comfortable uh, opening this, you know, and saving everybody's life once we plummet into the ocean?" I know, right? Yes, I will do that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to open the thing, and I'm getting out. Come on, let's go. Yeah, no, I mean, <clears throat> nope. <laughs> That's good. I like that. I wouldn't put that guy by the seat either. No. Whoever, so, well, they was. put him by the seat, and he popped it open. Well, see, that's the thing, too. They tell you safe, flying is the safest way to travel. You're in a giant metal can thousands of feet in the air. Full of demons. Yeah. <sighs> means you're private jet. Yeah. But, I mean, cry, I don't know. It's not safe. No, it can fall. Mm-hmm. And no, I hate no, I hate to fly. And that's see the bunch of weirdos like me and them. Then they take something. I, I remember um, Twilight Zone. Remember that episode? Yeah, where like, he's on the wing. That's yeah. William Shatner's episode. That's yeah. the it's one. The I, best one. That's the one I remember. And they open the little window, and there he is on yeah. the wing. No, exactly. Forget that crap. I don't. I don't. Even, I hate that. People open up. I want to look outside. Why? We're gonna land shortly, mm-hmm. but now my first time flying to New York, I did. I wanted to see that. That was kind of cool. But after like flying back here, ugh, shut it. I don't want to see. Yeah, this. I know. Yeah, for real. And they always do like, in case of a water landing, um, you can use your seat as a flotation device. And I'm like, yeah, because we got we got runways in the water, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to pop out the the skis. Boy, okay, good. Yeah. In case of a plummeting into the ocean and dying. Okay, so the last one, this one's making a comeback. Okay. So, which I think is strange. But the curious case of Pan Am Flight 914, a journey through time. Have you ever heard of this? No. Okay. The story of Pan Am Pan Am Flight 914 is one that has intrigued and baffled many over the years. This tale, which involves a disappearance and reappearance of an aircraft, has been the subject of numerous discussions, debates, and theories. However, the truth behind this 
evident remains shrouded in mystery, leaving us with more questions than answers. So on July 2nd of 1955, Pan Am 914, a Boeing 377, took off from New York City, bound for Miami, with a brief stop scheduled in West Virginia. So the crew consisted of Captain Charles Taylor and First Officer Eugene Propp. Approximately 80 minutes into the flight, while over the Atlantic Ocean, the pilot radioed air traffic control reporting issues with the flight instruments. This was the last communication received from the aircraft. When the flight failed to arrive in Miami, an extensive search operation was launched, but no trace of the plane or its occupants was found. The Astonishing Reappearance Dun, dun, dun. So the story takes a bizarre turn. In 1992, Pan Am 9-1 floor, when a man identifying himself as Captain Charles Taylor radioed our traffic control requesting landing instructions for Miami in International Airport. He instructed that the flight had experienced navigation issues, but had simply kept flying until they regained test, test. Oh, yeah, okay until they regained their bearings upon landing the crew and passengers disembark, seemingly unaware that over 30 years had passed. That's a long flight. Yes. Forget that stuff. So some of the theories are time travel theories, uh, conspiracy theories, you know, in addition to time travel theory, there's uh, conspiracy theories emerge, including government experiments, extraterrestrial. So what landed? Was it him? So they did. They uh, said the despite extensive investigations, authority have been unable to provide a rational explanation for the airline's disappearance and reemergence over 30 years later. The crew and passengers had not aged a day, adding another layer of mystery to the incident. Pan Am confirmed that the crew members were their employees who had indeed been scheduled to fly in 1955, but could not explain the incident. What? So. Didn't they make a movie about this, a show? Uh, they did. So. Okay. How, however, it's worth noting that the story of Pan Am 914 is a work of fiction that originated with Weekly World News, a notorious tabloid known for publishing fantastic fiction stories. The saga of Pan Am 914 does not begin at a New York airport in 1955. It actually starts in an article published in the Weekly World News. So, mm, well, had you not said the last part, and I would have been like, I knew a guy that was on. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, what? That makes a, like, that story's getting popular again and making a comeback, you know, on the yeah. internet and stuff like that. And I'm like, do you think it's like a coincidence or is it like put out there to, make it seem like yeah these other ones are probably made up as well you know like yeah. is it like a cover for real things that are happening and don't don't even listen to that there's a new one of those every week it's stupid it's just propaganda nonsense <clears throat> you know are you do you think they're using that 914 let's go ahead and put that out there again to make it popular again if it's on the simpsons it happened for real that's the thing i mean have they done a, a spoof on this or anything I don't know. I haven't okay. watched that in years, but I don't know. I mean, it, it makes you wonder why is yeah. it making the full circle to come back up again? Right? Why would it come back up again? Because you know, you got all these stories of people freaking out on planes. You got the, you know, and you got the lady that did the. I 
that guy's not real, you know? Yeah. And what and, happened to that? And, and I've seen pictures of her lately because she lives in Texas. You know, oh, the great. last one I saw, she was at a Cowboys game with her significant other. She looked normal. And I'm like, yeah, there's some, I don't know. There's just something. <laughs> Again, it's not real. They're never going to win a championship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still seeing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. not a real quarterback. That's not a real, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I just thought so many plain stories you think it's just because we get it all at once no matter where it happens or is it i i think it it didn't happen that much back in the day you know when people were flying because um nowadays it's just like let me pop something before i get on and then you freak out i think stuff does happen but if they throw out so much fake stuff, eventually you don't believe the real stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, you, like when in, when a real one comes, you're like, I'm not even gonna. Yeah, whatever. Entertain it. That's like, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, exactly. It's dumb. And it was real. Yeah. So I, I think uh, everything has a reason mm-hmm. and a purpose why they do it, and I think it's to cover stuff up. Yeah. Keep throwing like the the Inquirer. You know, those those articles and magazines and stuff that went crazy, crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. Eventually, National people Empire. just... National I want to know. Yeah, I want to know. Mm-hmm. So, eventually, you just dismiss everything. Yeah. And by dismissing everything, you miss the real. Now, the, the, what's the truth on, is out there. What's on TV is fake, and what's in the Inquirer is probably more real than... I know. The truth is out there. Uh-huh. I want to believe. You got this, Scully. <laughs> Okay, well, if you guys have any weird plane stories or crazy stuff, send it to podcast13 at gmail.com and continue to like, subscribe, share our podcast wherever you listen. Until next time.